And it's another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes of Shoreline Church. Jason, how you doing? Back to school. Yeah, man, it's the it's happening. Man, we have uh, we have jumped in, and I uh, I have officially failed in week one of students back to school. Good. Uh, yeah, this morning. Uh, traditionally, my boys will have a later start on Wednesdays. Yeah. And so this morning, uh, earlier today, I was getting the boys up, doing everything we needed to do, and then realized not so much that I'd missed that they weren't having late start, but more so, because I I, I did know that this week they were not doing late start, but I thought to myself, for some reason, I can get a 7 a.m. meeting on the calendar Hmm. And somehow Carrie was going to get the boys to school. I don't know what I was thinking, but let's put it this way. I got a text about 7.20 this morning that said, are we meeting? And oh. I realized I had completely no, we're not. missed it. Yeah. So then I had to call that couple and say to them, I'm so very sorry. And then I wanted to say, I can be there in five minutes, but I couldn't because yeah. I needed to take kids to school. Yeah. And so... Hopefully, hopefully days, you know, three through the next yeah. 200 or whatever it may be will be better than what I have accomplished so far. You know, and, and since we homeschool, it's kind of taken away the stress and chaos. It's a it's this morning as I was leaving, uh, Gavin had at some point, I don't know when, in the middle of the night, made his way to the living room and was asleep on the couch in a, nice. in a blanket. Uh, he was still asleep okay. when I left. Uh, Evelyn just came down. She was in her pajamas. Summer was still asleep. Charlie was still asleep. And I was like, yeah, and you know, we'll get started when you want to get started. So, and so it's just a, it's kind of taken away the, the angst, I think. Now I'm not at home teaching them all day. So, right. so I may be <laughs> clearly, uh, some others in my household may say, yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, but as far as like, cause I used to be the one to get them ready and go to school right. when they were at, when they were actually going, attending a school. And so that was like a process, you know, getting them all ready and, and, you know, we got to get out the door at this time and, and all that. Uh, and so for us, starting school has been kind of a, a slow roll. So they, they, they don't get up and like, uh, work the farm or no. anything. No, they that's, do. It's really, un- that, that, that was an yeah. unfair, yeah. unfair stereotype. Well, but, right but I will say that they do, uh, take care of the chickens in the morning first thing. <laughs> See, I knew it. Yeah. So I they do it. that. Uh, I, I usually, uh, me or Aaron, it depends on, on who's getting up, will take the dogs out, feed the pig. And then, uh, and then we let the kids and grandma feed the chickens and, and kind of clean. And, and man, I, I didn't, gr- I grew up on a farm, but we never had chickens. It's a and, different story, man. And the, it is shocking how fast they grow. Like, <laughs> like I, I haven't, uh, the last, over the weekend, I, you know, I messed with them a little bit, but really hadn't, hadn't even looked at them since Sunday. And I looked at them yesterday and they look like different animals. Really? They grow that fast and they are, uh, 
Uh, we have them in a small little container at the moment because we haven't had a chance to build the coop. Right. We got we got to build the coop. I mean, well, they are. Sounds getting like big. you got a, a late afternoon activity. Yeah, uh, in the, one of the next few days. Yeah, there thir- there were thirteen of them, and uh, and they're growing, and we're still trying to figure out. Uh, you know, sometimes when you order chickens, and I think these came from like Minnesota or something. I don't know. And uh, sometimes they accidentally give you a rooster. And it's a process of trying to figure out while they're little. It's really hard to figure out yay or nay. So there's a couple that were like, I don't know. Is that a rooster or is that a chicken? <laughs> and to be honest, uh, I'm not really sure how to tell. Yeah. Now, here's what my stepdad. My yeah. stepdad said, well, you grab one of them. And when you flip them over, hold them and flip them over, if their head stays up, they're a rooster. If their head dangles, they're a chicken or a hen. And I went, okay. And so I did that to all. I don't even know if that's true. Didn't even <laughs> didn't even do any research to see if what he was saying was a true statement. He might just be messing with me. I did that to all of them. All their heads dangled. I thought, good, we got right. chickens. Well, then yesterday I picked up a couple, and I did that, and they both held their head up. And I thought, does this mean they're just older? Or, that, or somehow that they're you, just older and now they did, can hold their head of up? all the chances, you happen to grab the two of the, <laughs> the thirteen two that are roosters. That are roosters? I don't yeah. know. And so we'll wow. see. We'll see what happens. But we don't want any roosters. Uh, well, speaking about things growing, my uh, my 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 middle son. Uh, this is an interesting deal. We've had multiple people, like multiple people. Whether it was like his baseball team that they hadn't really seen him much since early summer, uh, school teachers, classmates, people that have not seen him for a few months. Everyone just keeps commenting on how much bigger he is. Really? And, and it's one of those things that you don't really realize as a parent because you're just kind of seeing it day to day. The The thing that is really uncomfortable is people have been saying the same thing about me. (laughs) You're so much bigger. You're so much bigger. Did you, what did you, have you not been running? What have you been doing? Have you been, have Mm. you, did you, oh, did y'all, vacation a lot you know like yeah, yeah feels a little bit like they're implying that i may have picked up a few pounds during the yeah, summer so they went that direction where yeah. last year for me it was oh you're wasting away are you sick <laughs> did yeah. covid get you yeah and i'm did like get you. i'm like well that's man. not what i want to hear man, oh, man. and so yeah it's it's been a an interesting interesting thing but i will tell you this i don't know you're not on facebook i don't think but no um uh, but a lot of people are upset about Carline in oh, Carnes. In of Carnes, course, yeah. my goodness. Uh, you know, I'm I'm I live in Carnes, and so I'm a member of I Love Carnes Facebook group, which would be the only uh, appropriate thing. Yeah, for you to and be. there's also yeah. an I Love Carnes unrestricted Facebook group, which boy, oh boy, the things that they talk about. Oh boy. Um, but I've seen a lot of pictures of people in Carline. The other day, they had like a half day. And this lady posted, and the line was all down Oak Ridge Highway. And she says, I've been in line for an hour, and I still haven't picked my kid up. And somebody commented, this is what I love, love and hate about social media. Somebody commented, put them on the school bus. You wouldn't have to worry about it. I rode the school bus, and look at me. I'm fine. And I was like, this is Did the they, greatest thing ever. You don't I, know I anything about this woman. I appreciate how you've added the inflection. Yeah. Because you can just know. Yeah. Well, you know. because you don't know anything about this woman. <laughs> Maybe the bus doesn't pass her house. Maybe there's a number of things. Right. I talked to one lady yesterday, and she was like, uh, 
Yeah, like my my daughter doesn't see well, so she can't walk to school, and the bus doesn't come by our house, so we have to wait in the car line. Right. And 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 so a lot of people are commenting: these people need to let their kids ride the school bus, and then we they wouldn't be on Oak Ridge Highway. You'd stop pampering this generation. Maybe they just need to quit school. (laughs) Maybe that's it, you know. And uh, and I was like, well, I don't I don't know if that's what we need to do. Right. Right. uh, Maybe maybe we just need to get rid of all education. (laughs) And so uh, that was my comment. Wow. That's what I commented. Yeah, that's I said, Thank I've, you. I've quit teaching my kids <laughs> anything. You know, Gavin asked me yesterday, he said, if we if we had a farm, uh, would we have to still do schoolwork? And You're I was like, like yes. yes. And yes. he was like, well, why? I was like, well, <laughs> what do you mean, why? You still have to learn. Mom and Pa, they still learn yeah. on uh, the Waltons and, and right. the, the Little House on the Prairie. They right. still taught their kids. And so, but I thought it was interesting that the car rider line – that's really getting some people upset, but but one thing to think about that I, I'm sure the school system and elected officials have thought about, but think about the influx of people we've had to this area Correct. over the last 12 months Correct. that have kids. Correct. So I would love to see the number. I don't have the number, but I would love to see the number of kids that are in the Carn school system and all the Knox County school system versus last year because i know that some kids last year still did virtual all year right so now you have those kids going back into school and and so that's i think the general i think the general uh, premise of what you're saying is that hey everybody needs to chill out oh for just gosh. two or three yes. days yeah hey because yeah there's a bunch just started. there's a bunch of new people yeah. here in our community there are a lot of folks that weren't schooling in person right, last right. year that are going yep. back. So everybody, give yourself a few extra minutes, yep. chill out a little bit, and if you have any concerns and you need to take it up with somebody, email Andrew <laughs> yeah, <right>. at. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would say, uh, you know, you, you want to say, hey, have some grace. Yes, but because school literally just started. Right. Uh, but there's no that you can't do that. Well, it was interesting when you said, you know, there's there's a lot of people are mad on Facebook about, yeah. and I thought, I yeah. mean, you know, well, anything anything you're about to say is going to be accurate. And, and if I might put out a PSA for people, because I, I saw this happen yesterday and today. Uh, look, school just started this week. That means school zones are back into effect. We've gone a few months without school zones, without the flashing lights, right. without the 30 mile per hour speed limit or 25 mile per hour, depending on what school zone you're in. Uh, at the beginning of every school year, cops are there yeah. in those school zones. Right. Why? Because they know you're going to not pay attention to it. And yesterday I saw a guy get pulled over, and today I saw a guy get pulled over. So not just because I want you to not run over any children. You should protect them. But also, hey, Cops are going to be ready this week, next week, in the beginning, and, and you're going to get pulled over if you're not following those. See, uh, this those this is limits. why people this is why people tune into yeah. this show because it is this type of counsel that we yeah. offer. Like like where else could they find this, friends? When the light is blinking, yeah, slow down, slow down. And you're going to hurt someone, and you're going to get a ticket. And, and here's another thing. When you're on, what a gift. When we you're a on, gift say, let's say Emory Road. Okay. Okay. I was on Emory Road yesterday and it was around, uh, 3.30, 4 o'clock in Powell. It's a four lane, five lane if you count the center turn lane. So it's a five lane Emory Road. 
There was a bus coming on the farthest lane coming toward me. They they stopped to let a child off the school Appropriately. bus. Okay, they put the stop sign out. Correct. Even though it's four lanes and you feel as if I can still drive, you can't. You cannot. Do not drive past the school bus ever when they have the stop sign out. It doesn't matter if you're on the furthest lane from them, you'll get pulled over and there's a chance you could run over a child. So stop it. If you see the stop sign, guess what? You stop. We've served the people today. Yeah, yeah I'm just trying to protect you. I don't want to see you get a ticket. I don't want to see you run over a child. Correct. That would be terrible. We have served the people today. Now, I will admit, where I grew up, there were no four lanes. Right. So anytime you saw a school bus, first off, you probably had to... Were there were there even roads? Yeah, well, it was a back grow? road, so you had to literally get off the road. <laughs> uh, somebody had to give, you know, or you would play chicken. Right. And so you would get off the road, and then you would stop. And 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 so when I first moved here, and I, and I remember the first time I kind of came in contact with a school bus on the, on, and I was like, wow, there's so much room, but the stop sign's still out. I probably should stop. That's what you should do. Huh. Err on the side of caution. Come on, now. especially when there's children getting off the school bus. One thing I thought was interesting, though, they they dropped the child off in an apartment complex in Powell, and he got off on the sidewalk and then walked the other way. And I was like, so so where is he going? <laughs> where is this child going? He's not going into the apartment complex, no. and there's no other houses. And it wasn't any of my business. He's heading to the Dollar General. But I was like, where is he going? Where? I don't know. Wow. So yeah. I still don't know. Maybe he's still walking. He probably went. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? He probably went. Eventually so, made his way to the So apartment. outside of our world, yeah. which involves, you know, reintroduction of school, yeah. reintroduction of routine, or my failure to yeah. actually figure out routine sure. in this first few days. There's a lot happening in the world. Boy, oh, uh, boy. Yeah. We have seen the Andrew Cuomo uh, yeah. resignation. Yeah. Political uh, any, career over. Any major thoughts on that? I know some think there is uh, a chance that he is basically trying to uh, position himself to come back. <laughs> to run again yeah. in 2022 as early as that possible, if that's possible, and then actually to potentially run for president in 2024. Lord help us, which yeah. is wild. Yeah. And so when we come back from the break, we'll talk very, and I mean very briefly, yes, about that, and then we'll get into a few other events of this week. Yeah. So as we ended the last segment, we brought up uh, the state of New York, and that that is Governor Cuomo. uh, There's a number of reasons why uh, his administration was looked at there in New York with the nursing home debacle uh, and COVID, and now sexual harassment claims. And then the Attorney General did an investigation and said. Uh, not only were those claims legit, but but it, they crossed over to criminal, uh, right. which was a, a big deal. The interesting, you know, some people that, that don't follow politics closely, uh, which hats off to you, uh, I, I would say, keep doing that. Welcome, uh, welcome, welcome yeah. to the team. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> but but I would. The interesting thing here, some people would probably would have said, well, I never thought it would get to a place of, of him resigning. But here's what happened. If you just have, say, so he's a Democrat. If you just have Republicans calling for his resignation, guess what? He never resigns. 
ever. Correct. And the same thing with the Republican and sure. scandal. If you only have Democrats calling for their resignation, they're not going to resign. It's just right. that's not how politics work. The difference here is not only did uh, the president, Joe Biden, call for his resignation and hire up uh, Democratic leaders, but I think what had more effect was state assembly people within the state of New York. Correct. So uh, Democratic assemblymen and women were calling for his resignation. Uh, they were calling for his resignation due to the uh, lack of transparency with the COVID numbers and, and the nursing homes. Uh, but also for the sexual harassment claims. Uh, the attorney general that did the investigation is a Democrat. And so what happened here was you had maybe, this was the interesting thing for me, over the last 12 to 15 months, maybe the most bipartisan call for something was this. Right. Where you had Democrats and Republicans coming together and saying, he needs to resign for X and Y and Z. This is what needs to happen. Well, you and, got, he, and he did. You have two very volatile issues societally, and I, I would say appropriately so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. eh, maybe not volatile, but but uh, two very um, important issues in our society. One is obviously the pandemic. Yeah, for sure. And, and how we handle the pandemic with wisdom, and uh, you know how we uh, make certain decisions that will impact those that are most vulnerable. Sure. And and so. Appropriately so, there's been a lot of questions about certain decisions that were made. And then certainly also in light of uh, kind of where we are at societally in looking at all things yeah. related to sexual abuse and sexual allegations and, and misconduct in any number of different forms. I mean, neither one of those are anything that someone wants to be connected to. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and understandably and rightfully so. And so, uh, it's pretty hard for even his own party to show much loyalty yeah. there. Now there's been many people that have held on, oh, yeah, but then sure. when you have had this kind of new next iteration of allegations and, and what seems to be a verification of those allegations, that's where the rubbers really hit the road and people are like, enough is enough. Well, what's crazy is, I mean, you go back to last year, uh, he was being held up as a model. Correct. Uh, New York was being held up as a model to how the pandemic was being held, which I never understood. He won. He won an Emmy. He won an Emmy He wrote a book. Listen, if, if I can just say one thing, I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat, an Independent, uh, non-affiliated, uh, if you are a public servant, and we had a number of public servants over the last 12 years or 12 months write a book during a pandemic, if if you are doing that, you have told me all I need to know. Correct. And And I don't care what party you're affiliated with because what we've created now is a celebrity culture around public servanthood. And so when we, we, we've seen this in the church too. And so when we do this and, and you got people, you have 14,000 people die in nursing homes in the state of New York. And you have Governor Cuomo going on his brother's show on CNN, which should be a conflict of interest. And they're making jokes about how big his nose are and all the, all these funny things that brothers do. And, and while you're doing that, you have 14,000 dead in nursing homes and you're writing a book and you're saying we're the model, and you win an Emmy, and you're being heralded, maybe you're the next presidential candidate, 
And all the time, these things are going on. And now we know, oh, you were cooking the books. The transparency wasn't there. You were lying about the numbers and the harassment claims. And I, I, it just boggles my mind where we have reached a, a point of celebrity culture. And, and we do it. All of us are seeking that, and, and if we're honest. That's social media does that. Right. You, you want more likes. You want more comments. You, you, you want to have a position. We talked about it before. Everybody, it feels like you have to have a publicist so you can have an opinion on everything. Right. And and it just is I'm a... Gonna, I'm going to need to run that quick statement <laughs> right. that you just said. Yeah. By my it's editor. just a, it's just a weird place that we find ourselves in. And, and, uh. Well, anytime that you are monetizing a crisis. Yep. Should be sounding the alarms yep. for us. I mean, I- anytime that someone, especially when you're in the midst of the crisis. Yeah, like you're I mean, in the midst, it's one thing to write a book after the Right. Past. Yeah. I mean, Hey, listen, like I, I get it. Like, you know, man, this is going to be, and, and, and undoubtedly will be, uh, one of, uh, the things that shows up in history books yeah, in generations sure. ahead. I mean, it is going to be, uh, studied from every perspective. And I don't just mean it from the science of it. Yeah, I mean yeah. from the social science yeah. of it. I mean from how politics invaded the discussion. We're going to talk about it from every different angle and, and rightfully so. However, we are still in the midst of a yeah. pandemic. There is a variant that is, that Con- is, that is raging yeah. right now and people are dying. And we have people that are still making decisions related to a crisis that is still happening, monetizing the moment. Well, and that should be a concern. And here's the thing. We really won't know for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. You know, right now you have people going, oh, my state's doing this or your state's doing that. This state's doing it right. That state's doing it wrong. This right. city's doing it wrong. And you've seen it from both sides. You have you have folks attacking DeSantis in Florida. You have folks attacking Cuomo and, and sure. others and the way they're handling things. And we don't know. Right. You know, we can we can say that, well, I feel like this state doing this is the proper way to go. Maybe it is. Right. Or maybe it's not. Yeah. But we won't know. And we have just, no way of knowing. And, and that, again, it is because there is so... Um, there, there's such a variant or a variety of issues. Yeah. I mean, when, when you really do, you think about, we, we don't know, um, for sure. It, it, is there any harm that's associated with the vaccine? We, we don't know that. We won't know that for a few, a few years, sure. really. You know, I mean, uh, God forbid that's the case. Yeah, uh, you know, we hope not. Uh, yeah, a- absolutely. But, but we don't 100% know. Now I think we can, you know, trust certain things and trust and not trust other things. I mean, there, there's some things that we can be doing now, but in terms of long-term effect, the only way that you know learn long-term effect exactly. is over a long amount of time yeah. or, you know, a lengthy amount of time. The same is true for what does it societally do for um, a, a generation of kids that are behind masks? You know, how, how does that impact us? What about depression? What about anxiety? Uh, and, and then on the other hand, like, I mean, truly, like, we very well may be finding out that that COVID is actually even more dangerous yeah. than we are aware and that that we should have been taking it more serious. I mean, we truly don't well, you, know. It's like, what are the – I was watching a, a thing the other day uh, where uh, – Actually, she's family, but she's one of the, the higher up OBs at, at UT. And she was, I, I, I was watching it going, you're such a sweet lady. You have no idea what can of worms you're about to kick over. And she was just talking from a doctor's perspective and, and people were asking, what are the long term this and that? And it's like, we, we don't know. It, 
Nothing tells us right now that this could be right. a problem, but we really don't. Right. We, we don't know, and, and we can speculate. Yeah, we with, can speculate with, the with best maybe we can. some intelligence. You know, I mean, yeah. like, hey, yeah, we can we can try to try to project, but truthfully, the only thing you know in terms of long term impact is once you can look back after a long and the term. and the hard part is a as, as a true public servant, you're trying to weigh the economic impact with the with the human impact with the all of these things there's so many things even even the governor coming out a couple of weeks ago here in the state and saying hey our test scores were terrible yeah you know and 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 yeah we can probably point to the pandemic and what's happened to to why those test scores were bad and and so okay what does that mean long term right how many kids were left behind in terms of education opportunities because of some of the things that occurred and and so it's going to be difficult. Again, it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. we got to have some grace for people. How about that? How about we have some grace for these moments? of uh, there, are, there are some public servants that are looking to cash in. Then there's other public servants that are truly looking to, to make a difference and help. And they're having sleepless nights and they're stressed. Maybe, just maybe, we should pray for them. And so when we come back, people that are not cashing in. You and me on this show. <laughs> we will be back. That's a good upbeat song. That is Dolly Parton. That is. That's her new one. She's really trying to be the younger, meet the younger crowd. That was, that was heresy for me to say That's that. True. Dolly Parton is a national treasure. Absolutely. And a Tennessee treasure. Uh, first off, a Tennessee treasure. Yeah, sure. Yes. You know, it's. As as that music comes on, do you you don't listen to country music? Do I do you? not. Okay, have you heard I'm the a song? <laughs> Shut up. I'm joking. I'm joking. Have you heard the song <laughs> "Fancy Like" by Walker Hayes? I, I think just a minute ago. Okay, so I, I don't listen to country. Well, music. it's it's kind of a big deal. A little kind of a crossover. It or is, just, uh, is it purely country. Walker Hayes, I think, lives in the Eagleville area in Middle Tennessee. I mean, he okay. he's, he's been. Uh, he's got six children. He's young. Like, is he family with me? Like, I mean, maybe I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Maybe you need to look into that. All right. Well, but he, uh, he's young. He got married young and a family guy. And, uh, I was reading an article the other day and he said, you know, I was, this was my dream of being in music and it was a struggle. And he said, I often thought, am I doing a disservice to my wife and my six kids by chasing this dream? It's just not panning out like I thought and he's had a couple hits but not nothing major a lot of people even that listen to country music probably wouldn't have been able to tell you who Walker Hayes was and uh, then he wrote a song called fancy like and the reason he wrote it he said a lot of people think because we're in music that we're fancy like we're we're yep. elitist and we do all these fancy things and the whole point of the, uh, the beginning of the song says, fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Woo! And then it talks about going to Wendy's and a Frosty and all this. And, he, and he, what he's saying, what the point he's making is, look, I'm just the dude. Yep. We're just normal people. We do all the same things. Right. And the song is maybe one of the most catchy songs. And so people people have said it's the song of the summer. And they got, Then his daughter got on TikTok. His daughter is a teenager. She made a dance up for this song. And it has blown up. He needs to give her a, a big royalties. bonus yeah. because the reason this song is blown up is because of the dance she created that then she posted and now everybody is, it like is doing a, it. Like a line dance? Similar. Or okay. Uh, and so the Wood family learned it. Of uh, course. We've learned it completely. And, and it is, it is so refreshing. It's refreshing to, to know that he's just a, 
he loves his family, loves his kids. It's a catchy song. The dance is fun. And he is, uh, he could retire now. Like literally the song has gone that big awesome. on social Good media and, and it's been number one on all the charts. And it's just a nice thing that it's good to see nice people get. I even had a friend text me because I posted about the song and I had a friend text me from back home and was like, we go to church with him. Like, oh, that's we cool. literally like go to church with this dude. And, uh, and I was like, that's awesome. That is awesome. And the song, go listen to it. Applebee's on him. Applebee's on a date night. That's what, yeah. so I told. You think he's going to pick up the bill for a few folks? Yeah, I told, time? I told Aaron the other day, we we're going to, we have a date night scheduled coming up. I was like, well, that kind of makes it where I don't have to really get that fancy. We can go. Yeah. She was like, Applebee's. She was like, shut up. Don't take me to Applebee's. That's not happening. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a great song. I know I got off track. So we're going to, we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about what we look at in terms of entertainment. Yeah. Here in just a moment. Uh, and we're going to talk about one particular thing that is kind of sweeping a lot of folks like you and me, yeah. like meaning guys that have been around ministry, guys that are connected to the church, guys that have kind of studied what's been happening around yeah. the church. Guys that, that when they're mowing their yard, they listen to sermons. Yeah. Like that type yeah. of nerd. Yeah, okay? yeah, exactly. We're not, we're not saying that you necessarily need to aspire to be yeah, that type. But that's uh, what, but, you but know. sometimes there's a group of us. And we're going to talk about, the rise and fall of Mars Hill. Yeah. So tell the listeners, and we're not going to talk too much about yeah. the, the, the podcast itself, but tell the listeners what it is, and then we're going to talk about the value of something like that and how sometimes we might be more drawn towards entertainment yeah. than like learning. Yeah, it's, it's, Speak a little bit about it's that. It's difficult. Christianity Today has a podcast out called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. Mars Hill was a mega church out in Seattle led by Mark Driscoll. Uh, and, I mean, he didn't start as a mega church. He planted the church, and then it grew to thousands and thousands and thousands of members and satellite locations and uh, and then if you'll, if you'll remember, if you follow this type of stuff, uh, there was a pretty big fall of, of Driscoll and almost overnight, Mars Hill was gone, uh, completely gone. And, and Driscoll was fired for, uh, authoritarian type leadership, kind of running things as a dictatorship. And the sad part is there's a number of guys that kind of in that camp, uh, you, you have uh, Darren Patrick who had a fall similar and then took his own life just a, a couple years ago. You had uh, uh, just a number of people that it, it totally breaks. Division yeah, and then guys, and then yeah. um, hey, gummit, I, the guys I lost it. He's from Illinois. Uh, he was on the Elephant Room too. Uh, James McDonald, oh, another yeah. major yep. major fall. Uh, just a very. Uh, uh, Perry, uh, Perry Noble, uh, who's already planted another church. Mark right. Driscoll's already leading another church in, in Arizona, I believe. That's right, Scott. And so, and so this podcast is very much like an NPR type. If you've listened to any of their podcasts, very well produced, very well done, has sound effects, has, has instrumental music un- behind un- it. Unlike ours. Unlike ours. Right. Uh, very well, well done. Uh, <laughs> the, the hosts are very good. Uh, we have great producers. We do but, have great producers. The hosts, the hosts are, are terrible. Great. That's right. And so, so I, I started listening to it and man, I, I, I've been following along, listening to every new episode, and, and so I have so many mixed telling, emotions. Telling the process, yeah. they're interviewing people that were members there, that attended there, that were on staff there, uh, anybody that was connected. 
to there. They also talk about John Piper in there. You know, there's just some things that, like, I bought every one of Driscoll's books. I listened to all of his sermons. Uh, the same thing with Piper. The same thing with a lot of these guys. Now, they're not saying that Piper had any no, kind no, of fall. No. What they're saying is Piper's uh, Don't Waste Your Life message at Passion in the late 90s kind of sparked something in a lot of people. Yep. And that kind of started this movement that, that Driscoll kind of was the face of, Young, Restless, and Reformed. And, uh, and, and it just, I have so many mixed emotions. There's, I've, I've been listening to it and, and cried as they're talking, you know, they're interviewing people that said, I baptized my daughter in that church. So how, it's not all for loss. Like the Lord grabbed me while right. I was going no to that doubt. church. My marriage got better while I was right. there. My, I found I, a passion for the yeah, word. Whatever I became a better dad right. under Mark's leadership. And then you hear the stories, the other side of it. And, and it just, the problem, I guess the problem I have is if a, if a non-Christian listens to this, what is it going to do? Right. Uh, and, and so if it's doing this to me as a, as a person that kind of grew up in the church, grew up in ministry, and it's it's taking me all over the place. My my it's concern hard, with it is that it it is not. And, and so I listened to a couple episodes. Yeah. I told you, and then I stopped. Yeah. And probably honestly, I'm not sure I even made it into a second episode. Uh, and 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 indeed was on a mower when I listened sure, to the yeah. first one. Yeah, and uh, and it just was weird for me. And so maybe I, I have to. To just preface what I'm going to say is that I've not listened to the whole series, but it felt a little bit like we were being entertained by the fall of this thing that God cares about. You know, I almost feel nosy, like I'm just nosy. I want to know the information that I didn't know. Like, am I being why? Why does like shouldn't we grieve over this rather than being entertained by it? Now, on the other hand. I think that many of the people that are producing the show, and I'm sure there's really wonderful folks that are yeah. connected to it. Um, uh, I think there's a side of them that feels like, hey, this is actually helpful for the church because it allows us to know better the, the, the things that we can fall into and, yeah. and the traps that come along with um, sometimes celebrity status in the church and some of the things that we have to be mindful of when it comes to uh, big movements that sweep the nation. Yeah. And so... I, I think there's value in that. It is just one of these things that we have to be really, really cautious with. And it's not just this particular podcast. How many times do we really find ourselves kind of wanting more? We yeah. want, we want to know more about Ravi Zacharias yeah. when he had his fall post death, you know, and, 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 or we, you know, when we, we yeah. hear all these details that come out, we want to know more. Do we, do we really want to know more because because like we want to be sanctified in our faith and we want to, we want to grow in Christ and we want to put up appropriate boundaries in our own life. Or do we, as you said, are we just kind of nosy and want to be entertained by, by like, like a, a downfall? And that's well, really scary. And the, the, the thing too is there's some points that they try to make in the show that they'll play a clip and they'll go, then they'll like immediately go, you know, Clearly he meant this and I can't, you know, I'm going, nothing he said in that clip is wrong. Right. Nothing. Right. Like that is, that is solid stuff today as it was when he said it. Right. Now he might, uh, then there's other things where they play clips and I'm like, I had no idea he said that. Oh my goodness. And some of that is talking off the cuff and unscripted 
and you just kind of trip over yourself. We right. know, we know how we, that feels. We, yeah, and someone, <clears throat> and, and so, candidly, someone could do that with this show. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they could go back and just, and if they were determined to go back and to pick through every yeah. last thing, sometimes pull things out of context, but also, Sometimes just pull things that you're like, yeah, I didn't speak that as clearly yeah. as I wish I had. Well, and, and and I think that's the thing. If you're if your own, I was going to say on tape. If if your own <laughs> if your voice is recorded or or you've written a lot, there's a lot of things that that could be pulled. I mean, if you go back through my social media posts over the years, there's no telling what you'll right. find. And and so it's just the the entertainment part of that. And then you think about what happened to Darren Patrick, who was who was actually properly going through the healing process right. it seemed like and was right. getting counseling and and wasn't trying to get the limelight and, and was really wasn't planting his own church was really trying to what seemed from the outside looking in like he was trying to do it the right way and still clearly was wrestling with some some sure. things and took his own life I, I i listened to something like this and i'm going are we what if what if we're not helping right. the process? What if Driscoll is still struggling with some things and we're not helping with well, this? Well, and that's what I want to talk about when we come back from the break is that do we do we really want to see people succeed or is there something in us that really wants that pastor to have said that terrible thing? That really wants that person to be a heretic? That really wants that church to fail? Because for some reason, it gives us something to talk about. For some reason, yeah. it gives us something that entertains us. Let's not be those people. We'll talk more when we come back. So just to cap off the last segment, just, you know, I'm not, we're not endorsing or encouraging you to go listen to that, that show. It's just something that the Christians have to think about. Uh, are we looking to be entertained by the fall of a church? Or do we weep and mourn when something like that happens? Yeah, when and, 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 and those are just things that we have to grapple with. It's true for um, for the larger church, but it's true just for individuals. You know, like just people that that um, in many ways are like you and me that found themselves in situations and leading, and sometimes it goes off the rails. Yeah. and we shouldn't be entertained by it. We should yeah. be grieved by it. And so. In this final segment, in this last few minutes that we have, I must proclaim that we have found a new show. Yeah. We found a new show, The Hayes Family. And listen, some people are going to call me a terrible person <laughs> for endorsing a show that yep. comes out by Disney or whatever you are it may a terrible be. Person. Right. But my middle son had begun reading The Mysterious Benedict yep. Society. Does he like the books? Uh, he is enjoying the books okay. for sure. And so we have begun watching the show yeah. on Disney+. Plus. And man, it is delightful. It is really good. I'm with you. We we've done the same thing uh, at the Wood household. And the interesting thing, we we put our kids on a if it's such a thing as a diet from TV. So Okay. Uh and so what that means for us is we only have one TV in the house. I just canceled cable. We still have Disney Plus and Hulu and different things. Uh and I told I didn't know that cable was still a real thing. It so, was apparently. So, and so, so you've been it's paying gone. for it for it's a while. Gone. Okay. And, and I told, so we told the kids, you can only watch TV if an adult's in there and we pick the show. And, uh, we have found, uh, the same show that you found and the kids really enjoy it. The adults really enjoy it. it it's got, it's great storyline, good acting. Uh, the kids kind of are the focus of the acting in, in the, in the show. And another one that we found was Turner and Hooch. They now have a series on Disney 
uh, Turner Hooch, if you remember from right. back in the day, yeah. Tom Hanks and, and the dog. Well, what this does is it, it fast forward to today and Tom Hanks' son, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but Tom Hanks is not alive. The, the character that Tom Hanks played has died. Okay. And so his son. So, so you, you did. Yeah, well, you, you did, learned that you did, early you on in the first. It. You learned thanks. that in the first. So thank, uh, thanks for not spoiling yeah. it, but you but spoiled it, it. But it, his son is now a, a U.S. Marshal. And he gets a dog, and it's just a fun family. Cool. It it it, it does. I will say this: every now and then, there's a word that we would we don't say as right, a wood right. family. Uh, but the kids, it's it's a crime fighting show that I feel okay with my kids watching. So here's a really cool fun fact. And listen, I um, we're not pen pals. Okay. Uh, we don't uh, okay. text. Uh, you know, yeah. in the evenings. And and so again, if our listeners say, well, wait a minute, I know that. He did this and, you know, yeah, like, yeah. listen, so, so that's fine. But I'm going to give this, I'm going to believe the best. Okay. Yeah. But there's a number because I, I actually did a little bit of research related to Tony Hale. Tony Hale is Mr. Benedict. Yeah. Uh, on, on, yeah, on, he was also in the community. Yeah. In different so shows, he yeah. is, uh, openly a Christ follower. There you go. Yeah. Like, in fact, has like a, a pretty big, uh, interview on Christianity Today. Uh, loves the Lord. Uh, again, I, I don't know, you know, where he is on all things doctrine sure. or whatever yeah. it may be. Um, but speaks pretty openly about his Christian faith, which and it, is really cool. And the, the, the show on Disney Plus is, it's well written and well acted. That's the, you know, some of the shows my kids are like, let's watch this. I'm like, this, like we could act this. Yeah. Like, we, we could do better than this. <laughs> and so it's. They, not, they could do better. They could. You could. And mm-hmm. we watch, we yeah. watch some of these and I'm like, man, that's good acting. The, the kid on, he's not a kid. The guy on, uh, Turner and Hoot's show was also on Josh and Drake, which was a Disney show from years ago. Okay. And he was a child actor on there and now he's an adult and, and, uh, it's just a, it's interesting to watch those things and, and it also tells you the importance of storylines. Now, are there some things on Disney Plus I won't let my kids watch? Of course. Of course there are. Of course. And, and there's some things I don't endorse or agree with, but we, we always are looking for something that we can sit down as a family and, and go, look, I can, we can just enjoy this. Right. And, and it's been nice to find a couple of those. I, I, I love it. So um next week yeah. I think that we are entering into a discussion that we've not been able to have for a long time. Okay. And so I just want to I just want to do this is what we do in the industry. Yeah. Okay. I mean yeah. this is as professional as it comes. This yeah. is a teaser, teaser for for next, week. for next week. It feels like I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff that happens. We certainly know news just keeps on rolling. Yeah. The Christian faith remains steady, and yep. we want to talk about all things that come kind of at us and around us uh, from the through a lens of the gospel. But next week, next week it feels like we are close enough to college football. We're getting there yeah. to be able to say a few things. I think so. I mean, like we'll be sub twenty days yeah. by next Wednesday. Yeah. And you know, and we can be excited until the first game, and then we'll all our dreams will be crushed, and uh, just like normal. Wow! You know? No, you're going to go there. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, you, I mean, I'm just you. saying that tends to be the. Uh, <laughs> hey, know. listen, friends. It's always something, Jason. <laughs> we're always so appreciative that you've given us a few minutes of your time. Have a great rest of the afternoon. We'll see you next week. Uh-huh.